Is the grass greener on the other side? We interview South Africans that have made the move abroad to hear their stories, the good and the bad. We ask the questions like how they got here and why they made the move, as well as some lacquer stories in between. I'm your host, Warren Burley, an expat South African who, like many, followed the dream of working overseas. So grab a castle, some biltong, and join us on South Africans Abroad. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, today we got a guest all the way from Nashville, Lila Eling, singer-songwriter. Lila, how are you doing? Doing really great. Uh, Nashville is very fun. I'm here on my first visit. Thanks for coming on South Africans Abroad. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about your South African story and what brought you over to the States? Yes, I was born in Sisluwe in KZN and moved around uh, South Africa quite a bit. Eventually ended up in Johannesburg where I worked in the radio industry. I was an on-air breakfast show producer for Hot 919. And then um, at the age of 23, I moved to New York City. Been in America for five years. And I produce music, compose, and I write about topics that I'm very passionate about. Okay. What type of style music is it? Yeah, I think it's, I could maybe tell you more about the topic than the genre. Okay. Since, um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's pretty difficult nowadays to describe a genre. We're all just, you know, producing whatever comes out. Um, but, but in terms of topic, uh, I write about my childhood and healing from parental abandonment and, um, the nicer things that comes from, um, it sounds a little bit dark, but um, I, yeah, I, I was on my own um, out of the house since I was 15. And okay. while it was hard, I also write about the things that were nice and the freedoms that came with that. And I sing about it now. Um, I'm 29 now. And I sing about it because I've overcome that and I've, I've healed. And um, I, I, just, I know that there's so many youth um, out there aging out of the foster care system or going through trouble with their parents. And I just want to be somebody that they can relate to. That's quite a story. It must have been really hard. I mean, by yourself, how did you, how did you come to the States and why the States? I still don't really know why (laughs) it was, uh, it was such a quick decision and it wasn't like I'd always wanted to come to America or, or always wanted to come to New York. Okay. Um, but I, I came over on a uh, cultural exchange visitor program and I ended up staying. Um, and this is where my life is now, five years later. Okay. I knew that I wanted to do music wherever I was going to go. Um, I, I guess I was looking all over internationally what was available. Right. Um, and this program just happened to be available. And I, I took the first opportunity, which was New York. Okay. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the, the cultural exchange program? How does that work? Yeah, it's also known as the au pair program. Okay. Where an American host family hosts you, hosts your stay, and you're part of the family. Uh, You help them out with their kids a little bit here and there, and you're considered part of the family, and you get to travel and study a little bit and do your thing. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a very nice 
way to for, and I think the program is available up until 26 or 27 okay. so um, it's just a, a really nice this nice safety net um, for young young people if they want to come and explore a different country um, before before you know standing on their own two feet in a new place okay and then how did the visa what visa have you got now let's let's start there sure um i don't mind talking about it however it's uh it's, it's another um I, I don't want to use the dark the word <laughs> dark but unfortunately it was an unfortunate event actually okay um i i was assaulted in new york city in my first year of living there and um as a result my my lawyer let me know that there's this thing called a U visa right. that if you've been a victim of a crime and if you've assisted with the investigation, um, you're considered for this U visa. Okay. Um, and basically, it's in a way to make up for what happened to you because obviously, like something like that really ruins your experience when you're traveling abroad. Right. Um, and um, I wasn't the only victim; there were victims after me. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a, it was really tough, but a blessing in disguise. And so, um, I get to have, um, well, all the way up and up to, to a green card um, on that road. Um, and so that was very unexpected. I, I was going to go the route of an artist visa, but this just kind of just happened. And, um, yeah, I'm blessed to still be in the States and, for things to have worked out this way. Yeah, I mean, um, firstly, I'm sorry to hear that you got assaulted. I mean, that's not a not a great thing, but uh, at least it had a silver lining. I mean, um, that, yeah, that would have chased a lot of people back home, you know. Believe me, I, I was very close to getting back on a plane. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was yeah. going to be my next thing. I mean, it it sounds like you've had a, a pretty tough time out here. Are you are you kind of settled, or you know, are things still happening for you? Yeah, I I'm still um. I'm still in in the in the process of for like fully standing on my own two feet. Um, I still have support from an American family who just um, yeah they they're my safety net and um, I live with them okay. and yeah it's kind of like a living at home situation. Only I'm 29 and I'm not an 18 year old ready to leave home, but. It's right. gonna kind of be that way when I when I when I do my own thing, um, right. which is me like exploring Nashville right now. Okay. Um, you know, doing that kind of thing. That's me looking at the next step. Um, but yeah, I'm very fortunate. I have a I started a production company in New York City, okay. so I work for myself. Um, I've done a bit of work for small brands, um, doing custom music for their social media ads. And I've been hired as a wedding songwriter. Um, so yeah, still like a lot of creative work. And I mean, it's, go, it's going well, yeah. I think that's also, you know, uh, partly a South African thing as well. I mean, we've all, you know, since coming over here, I mean, everybody I've spoken to, everybody's gone through hard times and whatever, but we're resilient as hell. We're not going <laughs> to back down. Um, have you ever had thoughts about going back home? No. <laughs> okay. No. No. Okay. Um, I can't say that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you miss about back home? Well, yes, but I have definitely found a way to kind of make up for it in a way. It's it's definitely what I miss is the people and 
thank goodness we have such a great community of expats in America. And that has really been nice to have. Um, I do miss, I do miss my friends, but thankfully so many people visit New York city. So I've seen so many people, um, but I mean, other than that, yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I realized how much I miss just sitting around a, a campfire. And because um, here in Nashville, I went to, I, I played at a, a small venue mm-hmm. and they had, a, um, they had a nice big fire outside. And I just sat there and, and realized, wow, my hair is smelling like smoke. And I just started to feel like this is how I grew up, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's the little things. The good bush felt. The little things that we miss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, um, your, your music career, how's it evolved since you've been here? It sounds like you're doing uh, concerts and things like that. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I, uh, I was very, very fortunate that within the first year of me being in America, um, I got to perform our national anthem at RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C. when America hosted a rugby match between the Springboks and Wales in honor of Nelson Mandela's 100th birthday or what would have been his 100th birthday. Yeah, wow. And, um, yeah, of course, that really, um, uh, you know, that that led to, like, a People magazine interview and a a lot of media attention. And, um, yeah, um, that, that was very cool that that, that happened. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, that, that's one big event. Um, and then I had to go back to my life as it is, you know, not, which is like performing small bars in New York city. Um, and, and, you know, when I, when I came over here, I, I, I wasn't a music producer just yet. I, I was still trying to figure out how to put one song together on a guitar. Mm-hmm. And I just had to spend a lot of time getting better. And now I, I'm a very good composer and producer and I'm confident. And I'm finally at a point where it's industry quality. And um, I've been putting out singles all along the way as I've been getting better at producing. And... Um, I had just done my first full-length album that I've uh, launched, well, that I've put out on digital platforms um, at the end of February, and I'm preparing for a New York City album launch and also playing my my new album. Um, I've been in LA and Nashville now, and I'm going to North Carolina um, next and ending this little tour in New York City. Well, it sounds like you've really... Um evolved your music career big time since you've been here (laughs) tell me what has been the most challenging part about you know trying to get forward with your music and your career and stuff in america um hmm. do you think there's a Uh, there's a support system from like south africans or friends yeah most definitely i have definitely felt the support all along from from people back home and i'm very fortunate in that aspect um to also have really great mentors, even people still from South Africa, you know, who who care to check in and that kind of thing. Um, I think um, maybe for me personally, it it was it was more of an emotional thing between me and myself, just to just to come to terms with my story and the kind of music I want to make and the things that I have to say, and um, just being brave enough to say what's on my mind even though it's it's a little bit different from just your normal love songs or breakup songs you know i've picked 
quite a different topic and I just had to get to a point where I've allowed myself to embrace it. You know, I have to ask you this. Who's your favorite band? I really like Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if that's familiar, but he's um, he, he's a rapper and a alternative rock, I'd say. Right. Punk rock nowadays. Yeah. He pisses a lot of people off, should we say? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, what has been your favorite American experience since you've been here? Wow. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute to think about that. Wow, it's a tough one. Well, I guess I, I, just, I really enjoy going to Miami. Um, just, you know, and I feel like it's so weird because for me, when I go to Miami, it's for the sun and the beach, which reminds me of home. Right. But in terms of American things, um, just making friends here and just, you know, just being included for things like Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, it's been really, it's been nice to experience the culture. Um, yeah, I think the culture yeah. is very different over here, hey? It is. It's something to get used to. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it has, its, yeah, I mean, it, it, it does have its fun sides and benefits and it's a nice way of life. For me. They're very family orientated. Uh, you know, I find that about Americans. Um, yeah. Even though they stick to themselves a lot, I think, uh, you know, very mm -hmm. family orientated. Um, things like Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and whatever, they're always getting together. And, you know, um, that reminds mm -hmm. me a lot of home, um, especially over Christmas. I mean, we used to have big Christmases back home. I'm not sure what, what you know, I think that's a big mm -hmm. South African thing. It took us a while to, you know, to kind of get used to the the culture over here. Now we kind of feel like it's home. Does it feel like home for you yet? A hundred percent, yes. And and I hear a little bit of an accent coming through there. <laughs> you know, it's been so funny this weekend because um, I'm actually in Nashville. Uh, well, on the past weekend, there we had about 120 South African women from all over America and Canada come to meet here. Yeah. And uh, it's been funny with all the different people are speaking perfect American English in one moment and the next moment, yo, hundred and this Afrikaans here. And I'm like, whoa, I did not expect that. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's the same for me. I grew up Afrikaans and I, I performed some Afrikaans songs for, um, for the ladies this weekend. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm still proud to speak Afrikaans and um you know it's 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 just a default thing about the accent it just happens when you've lived here long enough yeah and now um you, you yeah you sound like you're from all over with this mingle moose cardus accent <laughs> yeah I think uh we also we try and you know get them well we try and communicate better should we say because sometimes they look at yeah. you in the shop and they go like what are you talking like <laughs> And meantime, we're speaking English just like they are, but yeah, we have to kind yes. of throw in a bit of an accent. Um, it's just funny it's when, when you know, when you go back home and you talk to the South Africans there, and they sound so South African, or you talk to them on the phone, yeah. and like they got this heavy accent all of a sudden. You know, you're not used to it. No. What would you say was has been your your worst experience here besides the New York thing? I know that you know that mm -hmm. was quite a dramatic and stuff, but. Was there mm -hmm. was there like a moment where you decided, Jesus, oh, you know, like what am I doing? What am I doing here? Yeah, funny enough, it came at the same time 
as what was one of the best things that ever happened to me, which was when I was performing the anthem, um, I was I was alone by myself backstage and I didn't have family here, you know, um, I think. And that's, yeah, that for me was extremely hard because it, 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 it felt like one of the best days of my life. And then I didn't have my, my friends from back home or family there with me. Wow. And that was just, that, that is just like, it's happened to me a couple of times since where I've had so much to celebrate um, and of course you can, you can FaceTime your friend back home or that kind of thing, mm. but just, you know, and, and so many times my friends would call me on a Friday afternoon, um, on, with, uh, FaceTiming me while they're having a braai or going out in Johannesburg and I'm sitting in my computer and I'm a real nerd and I'm working on my music production and it's yeah. so fun to see them all together. Um, but yeah, that's one of those things when, when you're very focused on something and you're trying to. You're trying to get things done over here and work hard and build yeah. a life. Um, no, exactly. It, it can be very, very, um, very sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you. I mean, we have those moments as well. Um, have you been back since you've, you've stayed here? Not just yet. I can't wait. Hopefully, uh, hopefully in a year or so. I would just love to. Okay. And what's the first thing you're going to do when you get home? <laughs> well, <laughs> like a Steers burger um, or something. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Um, I, you know, what I would love to do is I would just love to invite all my friends and music, and have a festival weekend somewhere and that kind of thing, you know, um, and um, and perform also. And yeah, I mean, I re I also I miss I miss our beer. I miss our mm. beer a lot. Probably probably have a castle light somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> definitely castle. Yeah. The beer, yes. Rubbish. Let's put it, <laughs> let's put it mildly. Uh, tell tell me how can we um, how can everybody follow your progress? Um, do you have a website? Yes, it's my name and last name. www.lilailing.com, and I'm Lila Illing on all the different platforms. I post a lot of videos on YouTube also. That's great. Thank you for the information. Um, also, if you want to follow Lila's career, uh, we will be posting her website on our uh, Facebook page. Um, that is South Africans Abroad, the podcast. Uh, Lila, thanks a lot for your story. I uh, really appreciate you coming on and sharing that with us. Well, thank you so much for the chat. I appreciate that. Thanks for cheering me on. Thanks, Lila. All right. Bye. bye. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, South Africans Abroad, the podcast. Feel free to leave us a message or some questions you'd like answered and we'll see if we can get them done for you. Also, we have Chris Wright from the Wright Law Firm next week. Uh, he's an immigration lawyer. Uh, maybe he can answer some of your questions. If you have any questions for him, drop it on the, on the Facebook page and we'll see if we can get them answered. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to hear a piece of home every week from all over the world. Until then, check it Tuesday.